0: My brother and comrade and good friend, Brother Hashim. How you doing, beloved? Brother, we are blessed. I mean, really blessed. You've been a little busy here lately.
1: Man, I turned 53. We saw Dr. Khaled Muhammad make his spiritual transition at 53. So I'm like Malcolm now. I'm walking fast, talking
0: fast, doing everything fast. There you go. <laughs> uh, got a lot of good stuff coming up, man. And uh, we have Dr. Uh, Leonard Jeffries. He's going to be coming with his queen, Professor Rosalind Jeffries, uh, Economic Roundtable. But since we got Dr. Jeffries, let's talk about the event. Uh, you got a, a really a three-day weekend uh, mm-hmm. and really more than that. Tell us about what's about to happen in the city of Atlanta.
1: Well, what's about to happen is every year the new Black Panther Party do a Black Power Summit. And we try to bring the best minds together and regroup. And what hurts me sometimes, Derek said, "Are we meeting again. Everybody knows the Black Panthers stay in the streets. Mm -hmm. But city council meet every Wednesday. The school board meet every Thursday. Mm -hmm. Senators meet every week. Congress meet every week. We have to meet. We have to regroup. But we have to do it with dignity and get something done. So when you're doing a tribute on Sunday um, for Dr. Leonard Jeffries and Sister Rosalind Jeffries, they've been married 50 years, and they've both been African-American, uh, not me, African uh, professors in major colleges for 50 years, and it's just good this year to be able to give somebody some flowers while they're living. We was doing it for Chuck Waylamuma mm-hmm. last year. Certainly. He died yeah. the week he was
0: supposed to come. Yeah, and and, and uh, again, we have to do that, and uh, we're required to do it. We owe it to the ancestors, and let's bring uh, Dr. Jeffries. Dr. Jeffries, how you doing, beloved? Uh, I'm, I'm
2: doing fine. Um, every day above ground is a good day if you can continue to struggle, and I'm glad to hear mention of our brother, Chuckway Lamumba Lumumba, because he certainly was a special spirit, moving among us and trying to organize our people, and uh, he stayed on the course. For so many years, I was proud to to be one of his partners.
0: Well, you've been in this struggle for a long time. Talk about the importance of uh, why you're coming back, and you're doing something special when you come back. Your roots are in the South. We know you're up in the New York, New Jersey area, but the South is where your roots are. Tell us about your connection and what you're going to be doing while you're here, and then we're going to talk about your participation uh, in the tribute dinner.
2: Well, certainly, I um, am very proud that uh, both my parents have uh, deep roots in the south. My mother's family came from uh, Virginia, the Farmville, Virginia, Lynchburg area. Mm -hmm. And uh, my father's uh, people have come. uh, They came from uh, Monticello area Mm -hmm. in Georgia, uh, off of uh, Route 142, I-20. And so... uh, We've had a chance to dig up those roots and uh, see how deep they are and how strong they are. Most of us are not lucky enough to to know our roots going back to and through slavery. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, um, there's been a a record kept on our family. And the schoolhouse that my grandfather and his people built over 100-something years ago is still standing in Monticello areas, one of the last of the black schoolhouses, a three-room schoolhouse. The, the family uh, homes and whatnot are still there. The Bronners mm. uh, uh, are part of the, that family community, and they've restored uh, one of their family homesteads. And um, so that uh, my grandfather, who was born 1868, wow. uh, his put out of slavery his brothers in 1865 and so they had their farms together and uh, so the grave site of my grandfather is is there and uh, he had 50 years before he was one of those who was destroyed by the uprising of the new clan after 1915 he was murdered in 1917 but in the 50 years he had between 1868 In 1917, he and my grandmother had, his wife had 13 kids. His brother Sam had 15. And when you look at the census records, you can see that uh, not only was he raising his uh, children, the last of of the children was my father, but he was raising three of his sister's children Mm -hmm. and one, another one. So our families knew how to work together. They operated around what I call the African value system of the three Cs, communal, cooperative, and collective spiritual development, communal, living together, cooperative, working together, collective, sharing together. And so when I go uh, south and I touch base with that spiritual uh, connection, it it reinforces me, gives me greater strength to continue. I'm so glad that before he was born at the rise of the first clan in the Mm -hmm. 1860s, and he left us after the rebirth of the Klan after 1915. But in the meantime, he had 50 years with his families and his people uh, to take land, to build on the land, to build their schools, Mm -hmm. to build their churches. And his tombstone is there. It -hmm. always gets knocked over by the overgrowth. And so I told Hashim we're gonna make a pilgrimage uh, to him because August the 10th is his birthday. Wow! And uh, that tombstone, when I first met it during the time I was working with Alex Haley in 1976-77, I had a half a million grant to help Alex Haley with Roots, which was dealing with the struggle of our people from Africa through to the America. Well, the when I met him in that grave site at that point. The tallest tombstone was his, and it had the twin pillars of masonry on it. Mm. And family did say that they had burned down the Masonic lives, the clan before they later uh, got him. But the beautiful thing was the fact that they could stand up to the difficulties and get control of their own life. Certainly. Train their children in their own schools hired their teachers. There was a famous teacher, uh, Mr. Turner, who was the teacher of these, uh, my aunts and and great aunts and uncles. And they completed school and then went on to Payne College Boarding School and then to Payne College in Augusta. So there's a story that needs to be told of our persistence and our resistance. And the key is family. If you do not have an understanding of the importance of family and raising your children with your hands on them, with values that give them strength, instead of letting them be sucked up into consumerism, wanting things, and not wanting to be somebody. So the control of the family. Uh, I have a highfalutin uh, million-dollar library education, and in that about when you talk about the family, you talk about socialization,
3: mm-hmm. how
2: you get your values, and acculturation, how you fit into society. Well, our people understood you have to keep your children close to you. You have to instill strength in them. You have to give them vision. You have to support them. And you just can't put them in front of a TV or give them some ge- uh, gizmo or some gadget and this new technology and let them grow themselves. We've got to keep our hands on our people. there's there's no mystery there's just an understanding Mm -hmm. that you have to be there in order to transmit the values while you are also developing yourself and transforming life is about change, transformation rebirth and regeneration that's a basic law of Mm -hmm. all nature, human and cosmic nature and so if you don't understand some of these laws and fit your life in the pattern of these laws you're not going to benefit yeah. because if you know that life is changed transformation rebirth and regeneration you've got to live it right you've got to eat right you've got to think right mm. you've got to do right uh, but because that process can also be change, transformation and degeneration mm-hmm. so that means if you're not what I call the human development process if you're not in it the way it should be your mind body and spirit will not be nurtured the way it should be. If mind, if you're not thinking right, don't develop that mind, it's going to go astray.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: If the body, if you're not eating right, you're not going to live uh, a Mm -hmm. decent... uh, uh, If you don't have a soul, a spirit understanding, Mm -hmm. you're not going to see your relationship with the past. Like this grandfather that I never knew, he's a part of me. He's in me through my father. And so... And then he's in our future. And so we've got to see the connection between the generations.
0: Doc, hold on a sec. I need you. Hold on. We got to take a break. When I get back, there's this tribute dinner uh, on Sunday. I want to talk. I want you to talk for a moment. You are one of our esteemed elders. Many of us have drank from that fountain. And I want you to talk to us about um, what this means to have these young brothers and sisters to recognize the work you have done uh, down through the decades now our special guest uh, on the studio line is dr leonard jeffries no stranger to this city he has been here many many times and one of the great lecturers one of the great um, uh, teachers of african and comedic history news and talk 1380 WLK. i told you i made a mistake y'all let me go on vacation and get rested i'm like the preacher now i feel my help coming on i may hoop and all up in here uh, we'll have Hashim and Zinga, and uh, we're going to bring Imam Akbar Bilal into the conversation. How you doing, beloved? I'm
4: doing excellent, my brother. How about you? Wassalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum aslam. It
0: is good to see you. We got. We're going to talk to you in a few minutes. We got uh, Doc on the phone. Hashim, Thank run God. us down uh, the tribute and why the tribute to Dr. Jeffries and uh, his queen. Well,
1: the tribute to Dr. Jeffries because when I met him in Dallas some 20 years ago. Uh, He sent me down and he sent uh, a Professor James Small to me and then they they double teamed me and they told me some things and some books to get and he changed my life. And then I went on to meet all the rest of the great ones. And the one thing he made you do is do analytical thinking. Mm -hmm. And once I started doing analytical thinking, we we started to structure stuff like this a long time ago and, Mm -hmm. and we understood it. But the main reason I'm bringing him and do a tribute for him and a dinner for him is because he did came to speak for me about 9,000 times for free. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. And I tell my people, I, Dr. Jeffers, I tell them people love your work until they have to start paying for it, right? <laughs> right? Well, I had that hanging on my wall at home. I said, y'all love me until y'all have to pay me. Uh, but talk about Dr. Jeff, you have been in this business. I mean, I, from my Morris Brown days, 20, almost 30 years ago as a student, we knew who Dr. Leonard Jeffrey was. Uh, you rank right up there with all of the greats. Diop. Uh, when you look at Leonard Jeffrey, George GM James, when you look at your body of work, you can stack it up. And I'm not just saying this. Um, you can stack your work up against any of the great ones who have studied ancient comedic teachings, the, you uh, have been out here on this road for a long time who were your influences what got you interested in studying us anthropologically studying us psychologically sociologically what got you interested in loving and studying black people
2: well certainly I'm glad you you raised that because that's that's key that's what I tried to uh, to let folks know that uh, it, it was not the academic a school
3: system mm-hmm.
2: that opened up uh, my eyes. But the person who opened it up, it was in the family. It was my mother. Mm. She conceived greatness for her youngsters, uh, my brother and I. But she had that coming from her father, mm-hmm. uh, who was uh, a farmer in Virginia. So he was a Brooker T. Washingtonite. Put your buckets down where you are. Right. Control your life. Uh, but also, at, in that Virginia community, W.E.B. Du Bois came through there, and he did a study of Fountain of Virginia, so that uh, my mother's great-aunt, uh, Pocahontas, actually became, and they part of their family was Palatine Indian, uh, mm. she became one of the secretaries of W.E.B. Du Bois. So they were conscious of this consciousness of the talented ten. So you had... Booker T. Washington, W.E.B. Du Bois, and then they were Garveyites. Mm-hmm. Marcus Garvey's people were spreading the vision of, of we are African people. So my problem as a child growing up in the in the uh, community in northern Jersey, which I called our little village, uh, my problem was Booker T. W.E.B. and Marcus Garvey. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't uh, Little Red Riding Hood, Cinderella, and the Seven Draws, right. and... Back in the beanstalk, so so that we've got to put the education, even the education of the ancient cultures and civilization, in the homes. We've got to prepare uh, so that our families are growing at the same time. And so I will show our people when we come together this weekend in uh, Atlanta, and I'll be coming back for the next weekend, because we have, I'm the president of the World African Diaspora Union, mm-hmm. and we're paying a tribute to Dr. Sharifa, uh, the following Sunday, I'll be back in Atlanta, yeah. and uh, so that uh, it'll be a concentration of the Jeffreys uh, in Atlanta for this period of time. You but go. you have, the knowledge comes from, I will show you the work I did as a 10, 12-year-old on mm. Egypt, Mesopotamia, and Greece. I'm amazed that a handwritten 15-page report uh, could come from a young black kid. And and this young black youngster didn't have to leave his house to get the knowledge because a chapter of the, of the a book I'm working on about my life, I call it, Where's the Funk? Mm. And people say, well, what the hell kind of chapter is that? Where's the Funk? But that'll open people's eyes. Yeah. Where's the Funk refers to the funk and Wagner encyclopedia that this black woman put in her home, in her living room. There you go. The secretary. So her children were able to get the knowledge from their own materials in their living room. And every year, Funken Wagons brought an update. And so that's the key. Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And for me to see that, I'm talking about Osiris and the ancients and pyramid building and the Nile flooding, et cetera, as a 10, or 11, year old and so it's wonderful for me to have been able to grow up and then go and of course when we took a thousand people with dr ben and dr clark leading the way with dr asa hey and his cousin dr jacob Carruthers, uh with comrade world dr comrade world and their sisters and whatnot when we took a thousand to the nile who went with the thousand my mother and her grandsons Hakeem, who is now a congressman, and Hassan, who graduated with honors from Morehouse Mm -hmm. and who wrote the book Bloody Lowndes, The Struggle for the Vote in Lowndes County, Mm -hmm. in which the first symbol was the Black Panther before it was taken up and made an important symbol in Oakland. It was in
3: Lounge County, County, Alabama, right
2: near the area of Selma and all. Yeah. And all. I'll, I'll be having those books. And so people need to come prepared not only to have a good time, right. not only have good meals, not only to celebrate, but to be able to take some of this knowledge. You can't just have it yeah. in the tapes. You need the tapes, but you need also the written word. And even if you're not strong in the written word, just uh, have your grand, son, you who, like, uh, a strong uh, fellow, read some of the stuff to mm-hmm. you. But it, it, where did it start in the homes? Yeah. Where did it continue in the community? Where did you you finally place it in the national arena? Where did you finally take it to the world? Yeah. To to Egypt to so you could feel and taste of uh, the, the the culture. To to Ethiopia so you can you can commune. And, in seventy three and seventy four we were commuting hundreds of scholars with Holly Selassie mm-hmm. in Jubilee Palace. Uh, in in eighty four. Where were you? You were with the family of Shekanta Jeep.
3: Yeah.
2: Actually came to Atlanta mm-hmm. and changed the way we looked at the world and how Atlanta and the universities in Georgia Sekanta Jeff was slated to come in 84. He couldn't make it in 84, but he came in 85. And so just Asahean and all the people of Atlanta that were serious, bringing that brother in helped to change Mm -hmm. the teaching of of Morehouse and and, and Spelman.
0: All right, Doc, uh, we're up against a break, but you know we love you, man. We appreciate you. We thank God for you. And um, we're gonna see you on this weekend. And um, we just want you to know you're a national treasure man. You you just do not know the number of lives that you have touched. Uh, we would sit around uh, thirty years ago in college, as we say, kick the ballistics uh, with the stuff that you had put out or the things you had lectured us on. And so congratulations on the tribute. We're gonna see you on Sunday and, and um, uh, before you to get see here.
2: as many of you as possible and Add to the college influence, the influence inside, people come to me. Dr. Jay, we were involved with your stuff and Dr. Clark and Dr. Ben in the prisons. We're involved with the Nation of Islam as well as Muslims like Dr. Shik, Dr. Jeff, great scientific scholars. So we, we need to talk about the foundation that we have had and why we need to firm it up and why we need to pass it on in a serious way to our youngsters uh, who are passing through. Uh, and need to have this type of understanding. Well, thank you very much. And, and as, I, as we always say, the struggle continues, and we got to stay together, hang together, and plan.
0: There if you, you don't go. plan,
2: and to fail.
0: Thank you, my brother. We appreciate you. All right, now. All right. That's Dr. Leonard Jeffrey will be here this weekend. When we come back, I'm going to give you all the other events that's going to take place, and we're going to the phone. Let's go to Evelyn online, too. Evelyn? Yes. Hello. How are you doing
2: today, Derek? I'm
0: doing well, sis. How are you doing?
2: Great. I, I was trying to say, I think it's a tragedy that the seniors of Atlanta have to live in such adverse conditions. But I think one of the pl- plots too is maybe that the uh, tower, Friendship Towers, was 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 in on the deal with the church to be bought. That's why come they trying to let everything go and HUD's not fixing anything because HUD always try to fix things and they out of compliance. That's why they waited so long. I think yeah. because on the back end the building's being sold anyway with Arthur Blank and the church made a deal to say— to sell those towers right along with the
0: church. No, I think the church, I think that's very clear. The church is going to develop, redevelop that. But they want to collect rent up until, it's like you getting ready to knock your house down in order to build you a bigger one. Well, you want to be able, if you got somebody that rented, you want to be able to collect money up until the very last day. Uh, now, if you did not make plans all the way through, you didn't draw your plans up, you don't have plans for the new one, this is what's going on here. But I'm just saying, we're not going to let you gamble with the lives of these senior citizens. Their lives, uh, we're talking about Black Lives Matter. We done went all over the world for Cecil the Lion. And we can't go right here in southwest Atlanta for a big mama living up in there. You know, some of y'all, some of y'all on here crying for the lion. Hell, the lion didn't cry for you. I mean, I'm saying, I'm waiting for Cecil. See, Cecil didn't speak up for me. I mean, I understand now some of y'all, animal lover. You know, won't cry for the lion, but hell, lion didn't cry for you. He's out the hell You've been catching four four eight nine two two seven zero three. Let's go to Spencer online too, Spencer. Doctor Bowles. Yes, sir, Spencer.
5: Best day of my life. It
0: sure is, Spencer.
5: I like to take exception with some of the callers who tried to catch 80 on the two, two of the best talk show hosts in America. If you got to fit in for you. Because I know when you come off the field, you don't send no scrubs in after you. Yeah. And I don't know what their problem was. But anyway, I took me in the show, and that fella was trying to tell you that when you get out that after, you need to do something. I said, oh,
0: Lord. Now, they you know so. better than that. Here's the <laughs> thing. I'm a, I'm a grown, see, I'm a fully grown man. You can't give me no agenda. I already got mine. No, when no, I walk no, out the house good. every day, I pick up my cross.
5: And you, that fella must be either a first-time <laughs> listener, uh, it's uh, all I good, though, Spencer. You, you know, know. Switch, look, way, love
0: covers a multitude of sins, brother. So but we ain't got nothing but love for our people.
5: That's why I just don't know the myriad of things you do when you do get out of that house. There, so mm-hmm. you need that school in, Paul. But look, uh, I'm a senior citizen. You know that, there. Yes, sir. And this pop, in the mouth, say, he's going to have a thing. Six, five, one, Last Friday. Friday. Last Friday. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. So, there, I'm yeah. going to be there with my side if the creek don't uh,
0: ride. There you go, Spencer. Hey, Derrick,
5: hey, hey, this is what my sign is going to say.
0: What is it going to say?
5: If the shepherd don't come to the flock, the flock will go to the shepherd.
0: There you go. So, All right. Sometimes we got to be willing to do uh, uh, things we never done in order to get what we never had. You know, we got to be willing to do things we've never done before in order to get what we never had. Uh Hashim, run us down real quick. Economics Roundtable. I'm going to be uh, moderating that on Friday. To tell us who's going to be here. Well, when the, we come the, back, we're going to talk about the other things that's right, going to be Right. The
1: Roundtable is going to be some people that you know and and, uh, and you know how to handle I had to get somebody to handle all these old rich rich people here and get the best out of them for our people. We're going to have uh, Leon Goodrums, which is a legend in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, the great McDonald's owners, Capital One Bank, on and on and on. We're going to have Dr. Vanessa Williams, who was exec, the, the executive director of the National Conference of Black Mayors. We're going to have a young brother named uh, David Anderson, who brought us uh, the black economics. We're yeah. going to have Dr. Dennis Kembro professor at Clark, who I'm sure been on your show talking about his number one books over and over again. And we're going to have Dr. Michael V. Roberts, the CEO and the head of the Roberts Group out of uh, and which been here many times, Trumpet Awards and all kinds of stuff, one of our free per- people that, that dealt with over a billion dollars. We're going to have uh, Brother Hub, who's an entrepreneur on Denny's, on Chevron's, on Bojangles, on all kinds of places, and we're going to let you get the best out of them, and at the end we're going to mm-hmm. let Mr. Roberts do a keynote speech on his book,
0: Action Has No Season. Now, we want to make sure you come to this Friday. Doors open and starts at six o'clock. Uh, it goes from six to nine. I'll be coming shortly after I get out there, but we're going we're gonna to get. There. And the, the key thing about this is we want you to come. Uh, I tell you all the time that um, you show me the five people you hang with most and I will show you you. Mm. I want you to come and ask Leon Goodrum, who, who do you hang with? And ask Mike Roberts, who do he, who, who, who hang out with you, Mike? Uh, you know, because uh, eagles fly together. Buzzers, you know, do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we want to make sure you come and uh, know some of the keys for unlocking wealth in your own life. You know, poverty is a condition of your mind. You know, it's a condition of your mind. But we got to, we're going to tell you talk to some of these business titans to see how they did it because if they did it, you can too because you hear their backstory is no different than yours. Let's go to our phone. Uh, uh, give us a lineup, uh, Hashim, starting on what is the first date, the first opportunity for people to participate in this weekend?
1: Friday at 6 o'clock we're going to open the doors, um, and the first thing going to happen, we're going to hear from a legend that I respect so much for his thorough research, and he fooled the industry, and him and Chuck D brought us, fight the power and we're talking about public enemy and we're talking about our great lecturer uh professor Gr- professor griff yep. he's supposed to be with us sunday but he's going to be doing a concert in uh new york saturday so we're okay. going to open up friday with him at six o'clock all right
0: and this is a part of the economic round table. right and then you got these titans and in Then business. i'm gonna let you come
1: in and handle these
0: titans there you go doctor uh, again leon goodrum dr vanessa williams Uh, David Anderson, very impressed with this young brother with Black Economics, also have put together Empowerment Radio uh, Network. And Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, great lecturer and uh, professor over at Clark Atlanta University. Mike Roberts, again, a man who moves very quietly but understands principles, have owned hotels and all kinds of businesses. Lee Hull, entrepreneur, a great franchisee of a number of uh, uh, businesses. And so we're going to learn from the people who are out here doing it. Because as I was saying earlier, you can have all the power you want, but you better back up the black power with some economic power. That's right. Uh, We got to have, because if you don't have no economic power, you have no firepower. And we want black power, economic power, and firepower at the end of the day. So we're going to learn the principles of business from these business titans. And then Mike Roberts is going to keynote Uh, and give us uh, a word of encouragement before we get out of there on Friday. That's Friday night. Tell us what happens on Saturday.
1: On Saturday, we open the doors to the public at 1 o'clock, and we're going to talk about something that's not mentioned much, no more reparations.
0: Reparations. And, uh, Somebody brother, got to uh, repay us for what they've right. done. Now let everybody know. All of this is going to be at the the headquarters hotel is at the Ramada Plaza, four hundred and fifty Capitol Avenue, right there at I right twenty and uh, Capitol Avenue,
1: right there where the uh, Brave Stadium is, mm-hmm. and and uh, that's where everything is going down. And Saturday, like I say, we're going to we're going to open up for the public at one o'clock and uh, Professor Reginald Muhammad is going to speak on reparations. He wrote a beautiful piece on reparations mm-hmm. that's going somewhere, I feel. And then we're going to have your friend and my friend at 2 o'clock uh, put an end to police brutality, and that's our attorney uh, and your attorney. Mm-hmm. And he hates because I never say his name right. I, well, I
0: call him a Wally. He lets me get away with it every time. There you go. Molly Davis. Absolutely, Maulie Davis. Maulie. And Ma- you definitely want to be there. That brother has transformed when yes. you see a, a, a attorney who can get the United States attorney to indict a white officer uh, up in Gainesville, that's some serious stuff. When you can that see don't him, happen. When you can see them free Hashim. Yeah, get Hashim out. <laughs> we <laughs> then, don't know. I tried to t- talk him in the let you stay in there. <laughs> <laughs> you were the first one out there trying to throw me that rope. There you go. We said, no, 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 let's get our brother out here. You got too much work to do.
1: Then and at 3 o'clock, we got Uniting Africa, mm-hmm. and we're going to bring the legend of black power and our big brother, brother Mikasa Rick. Da
0: Oh Jesus, so is in the house. He don't even need a microphone. Well, I tell people if you are and see this. This is why people don't know the history, and then we got to get their phone. Um, if you're a black doctor practicing in this city, you should. They should have a a statue of Mukasa as well as uh, uh, the late Reverend Senator Arthur Langford mm. erected out front. That brother Arthur Langford got shot through the chest. The bullet went through his chest and hit Mukasa in the side. People don't know that. Mm. While they were at Holy Family Hospital out on Fairburn Road uh, with a tent overnight vigil uh, protesting because they would not allow black doctors to practice at that uh, uh, hotel, at that uh, hospital you see on Fairbairn Road now. Teach. Uh, and that brother still carries the wound. I mean, you're talking about spill blood for our people. He spilled blood for our people. Um, let's go to the formula. We're going to run down the rest of it. I want to get these folks in, no and problem. then we we'll, we'll want to run out of time. Let's go to Jihad online, 3Jihad. Uh, exactly. How you brothers doing? Best day of my life, Jihad. I'll take this one over anyone that I could have missed. You know what I'm saying? I'm,
1: Jihad, I know Black Power.
6: Black Power. Hey, I, I, was, I was calling in reference to Dr. Jeffries, and and um, and it basically goes along with the, the conference that's taking place also. And I'll tell you a quick, it take about 30 seconds, I hope. My, I came home the other day and my son had uh, something in the DVD in the DVD player, whatever they call that thing. Mm-hmm. And and so I turned it on and I looked and I saw all these white people faces sitting up there on my my TV. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's not the regular TV, but the DVD file, So I sat there for a second. and I listened to it and uh and it turned out to be The Secret, right? So I'm listening to Dr. Jeffrey and I'm saying to myself, Dr. Jeffrey's Basically told us all the secrets, <laughs> you know. What I'm talking about for free, for free. You know what
1: I'm talking about? In
6: And my, my yeah. son's sitting up here with this this uh, video. I guess he done bought it from somewhere. Right. And 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 the bottom line is, Doctor Jeffrey's laid it out so plain and simple, and for free. Right. And 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 dropped it, dropped the Jews on us. Right. To let us know that the Jews was right there in our presence and in our midst yeah. all the time. You know what I mean? And all we have to do is listen to it. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? So I was just moved. After I heard Doctor Jeffrey Absolutely. Talk, and and uh, uh, you know, just a beautiful thing, DB. And yeah. I just wanted to call in, and, well, and uh, I wish, wish I could have spoke to him. But if he's if he's not listening, tell him. Uh, we appreciate him, just like you said. Yeah. You know, I mean, many, That's many, 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 many times, there over and go. over.
0: Yeah, okay, make sure thanks, we bye. get out and, and see him. He'll be here on on uh, Sunday. But you know, we just, just take for granted, man. i, I was just looking back at and Hashim was talking, um, and, and I met Doctor Collard in 1987. In fact, he called me. And so in the Atlanta University, this is why historically black colleges is so important, because I started thinking about the litany of people who would just come to the AU Center because it was the Atlanta University, the Indian that Morris Brown, Morehouse, uh, Spelman Clark, uh, Jeffries would come. We would we would have access to him. And Jeffrey would just sit down and, and even after the lectures oh, you know, I do. The lecture in, and he'll sit there for hours on end until you can just quiz him. College will sit down for hours on end. And in terms of understanding comedic history, you couldn't beat Dr. College. And so we would get the lectures from folks like him. I would hang out with Stokely uh, Carmichael, uh, Kwame Touré, you know, and he would just sit there on the campus. for. And so when you go down to this Mukasa, who I've known now for 30 years, You know, and know how his life intersected in so many different places. And and so, you know, when we see things like hidden colors, I'm like, I'm glad y'all are seeing this. Mm. But this is stuff that color them taught us 25, 30 years ago. So uh, people excited about it. I'm like, wow, y'all just now knew that? Y'all didn't know that? You know, uh, so I'm glad that people come into the knowledge of what is going on. But you could get Jeffries, you could get uh, any of these. Uh, Karenga, you could get any of these folk who would come through the Atlanta University Center. Even a minister would come through that then. And so you know, it's now it's like, who's coming? You know, it was not unusual. The Sometimes these cats would come back to back. They'd be in campuses at the same time, I and mean, we could run from one lecture to the next. And those of us, and then the, 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 the center was so hot, you had the five percenters. You had the Morris Science Temple Board. You had the Nation of Islam. You had the the, the world Muslim community. Uh, you had black nationalists. You had all of us kind of doing our own thing. And we got the benefit be, of. That's got to be documented. Man, I'm telling you. Like so Charles like, Drew was on serious? his way here when he was in the car wreck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's that kind on of that stuff. W.B. boy, That's why I wanted I forgot to tell uh, Dr. Jeffries. I got to talk to him. Because there's nowhere in the world we can lose Fountain Hall, the place where W. D. B. Du Bois oh looked out from and wrote The Soul, really began to write Souls of Black Folks and a whole lot of other stuff from the third floor of Fountain Hall. Remember, that's Atlanta University uh, original campus, Morris Brown is. And that's where he uh, had his office. His office was in there. And uh, I knew that because I was taught that. You know, and we have to preserve that historical monument. Four four eight nine two two seven zero three. Don't go into a place. We're gonna give you run that get your pen and paper because we're gonna give you a website, phone number, everything you need to know to connect with this powerful conference gathering on this weekend. We're getting you ready for this weekend, uh, the economic summit. We are Excited about it. Uh, Hashim, give us how if people want to get information because we talk about Friday, Saturday, and something uh, that's going to be happening on Sunday. We'll give, give people the website. Yeah, the best uh, way to go because the there's so many
1: guests, so much happening, is just go to www.newblackpanther.com. It has the whole entire schedule for all okay. three days. It's a $20 donation on Friday and uh, Saturday, and Sunday for the dinner is $30. All right, come get get a full dinner.
0: Get a full dinner and then get full information, and I let people know people value what they pay for it. uh, $20 is two uh, crowns and coke. if you're going to add it up in club terms. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh. <That's laughs> or three bar <bar-carders> in Coke. <laughs> Some of y'all know what I'm. Let the church say, man. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, if it' great goose, that's one and a half. I'm just gonna tell <laughs> you what it's about. Uh, one of the people that you're gonna be able to hear from on Friday uh, is none other than Mike Roberts, one of the great titans of business. And the one of the things I always study that always were businessmen. I was down in Birmingham to some kids to the Birmingham Civil Rights Museum. We learned about A.G. Gaston. Uh, people don't know when Dr. Keem came to town. That need to be folks need to be bailed out. A.G. Gaston, businessman, black titan, black millionaires. Uh, but people don't know. They don't know right here in town. Herman Russell was oftentimes co- very quiet. Didn't make no issue of it. But he would bail folks out. Alley Pat. And we heard recently how Alley Pat would. Because people thought Ali Pat was just some crazy man on the radio, but he had a Bells Barnsman business. When kids got uh, jammed up in jail, Ali Pat would put hundreds, thousand, put $100,000 in a briefcase and take it wherever they were and tell them, what does it take to get King and these boys out of jail? Uh, Mike Roberts come in that same uh, uh, ilk. Mike Roberts, how are you?
7: Hey, I'm great. How are you? It's great to be on such a well-listened to and, and fabulous radio station.
0: Well, thank you so much. Uh, Mike, this Economic Roundtable, why is business so integral to black survival?
8: Well, I,
7: I noticed that you mentioned A.J. and I was a speaker there uh, just a few months ago in Birmingham. And, you know, not only did he bail out the Martin Luther Kings and, and other civil rights leaders, uh, but he did a couple of other things. One, mm-hmm. he owned a hotel. Yeah. And it was the place where uh, where we could stay when other places would turn us away. And, and many of Martin Luther King's speeches were written there. Mm-hmm. But he also had a very interesting uh, position because of his success, wealth, and and, and by the way, I mean, he, here's a man that had a third grade education who mm-hmm. became a multimillionaire and lived to be 103. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Uh, had multiple businesses, mm-hmm. but one of the things that that helped keep some of Birmingham together was the fact that because of his level of success in business, the political people, right. even then, yeah, you know, he could go into the mayor's office and sit down and have a very direct conversation with them. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can become a, a revolutionary or trying to do a whole lot of things, and all you're doing is talking. Right. But but if you have if you understand the, the importance. Of having financial strengths mm. in the political community, then you have figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know one of the things that we've noticed over the you know over my time is building companies and I used to own a hotel right there in, in your great city in atlanta mm-hmm. uh we and and even at that location, hashim can tell you the story of what I did when he had his black power conference, mm-hmm. and they tried to uh you know move it some you know push me to the side. Meaning the political people, Mm -hmm. and uh, we we set them straight, and we had it. Uh, Hashim can share that story Mm -hmm. with you. But what I where where I want to take you and everyone else is this: if you really look at our history, and you recognize that uh, slavery was 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 in a sense full employment. Mm -hmm. You know, people who work work to basically. Sustain themselves and only sustain themselves. Most people are one paycheck away from poverty, mm-hmm. one paycheck away from welfare lines. And until we recognize that as important as jobs are, and they are, you know, if we're going to create long-term uh, wealth sustainability, we need to really seriously get involved with entrepreneurship and running mm-hmm. our own businesses mm-hmm. because. As I've always said in my speeches, and I've given several, and you know, Morehouse is one of my favorite spots. I'm there on their uh, hall wall, Hall of Fame. If you walk into Martin Luther King Chapel, my portrait hangs there, mm-hmm. and, and it's been hanging there for some time. Uh, so, so I'm very honored and pleased with the fact that we celebrate success stories in Atlanta, but we should do more of it. Mm-hmm. So, if we look at the, the importance of economic empowerment. You know, now we're beginning to realize that if you lived in a socialist nation, you'd have to you'd be called a socialist, mm-hmm. or if you lived in a capital in a, in a communist nation, you'd be called a communist. Well, we live in a capitalist nation, folks, whether we like it or not, or want to acknowledge it or not. So mm-hmm. we are capitalists, and what does that mean? And how do we approach it? And what do we have to do to to to, to sustain and create a true mm-hmm. community where our dollar turns over uh, not in the first six hours that it shows up but more like six, seven, eight, ten times. And therefore, we create a base of economic empowerment. Mm-hmm. And it is that base that leads us to political empowerment. Why do I say that? Because we are, we've had it really backwards. We're busy, you know, fighting for the right to vote. Very important, of course. But the reality is we should have been fighting for uh, business development mm-hmm. and the capability to grow businesses. Then we can elect who we want to elect, and then yeah. with our money, we can hire the lobbyists to keep Absolutely. them in check.
0: Certainly. <laughs> yeah, I was with one businessman, a white business friend of mine who was about my age, and I asked him, man, you, you really have the business wherewithal. You have the savvy. You have the resource. You really could be uh, the mayor here. He said, Derek, let me let you know one thing. He said, I never would want to be the mayor. I would never want to be the mayor. I just want to control him. Hmm. He well, said the best the... way I control him is is through my economic power. He said, I don't want to be the mayor. I just want well, to be able to uh, control what happens in the body politics. And he said, well, we, you know, so nonetheless.
7: Uh, no, no, you're right. I mean, put it, put it differently. You can either be the king or you can be the kingmaker. King
0: make certainly. <laughs> All right, Mike, we got to take a break. When we come back, we want to tell Kay. you, you're coming in town on Friday. And That's if right. you were able to tell all the folks who are listening, all the people who are going to be there. Now, you can't tell them too much because they won't come out. We want them to come out, pay the $20, hear you speak. But uh, more importantly, we want to tell you, if you were able to impute to all of our people just one business principle that they must follow or they're not going to be successful in business, what would that be? Don't let that ruminate with you for a moment, then we're going to come back. If you're able to teach our people one thing about business, the culture of business, what would you want them to know? Hashim, real quick, what is the website? Get tickets, ticket information for the entire weekend? Yeah, it's www.newblackpanther.com, and the uh, tickets are at the door. Uh, you can get them at the door. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to be there Friday. We got Mike Roberts on the phone. They joining him, Leon Gudrun Dr. Vanessa Williams, uh, Mr. David, well, Dr. David Anderson. I saw him get his honorary doctor the other day. Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, uh, Lee Hull and uh, I'll be there. I mean, me coming just to see me is worth $20. That's right. Y'all just need to just keep it 100 with you. Got Mike Roberts on the phone, and we actually, uh, Dr. Roberts, we asked you, what, what would be the one thing if you could make every African American and every person who loves freedom understand about uh, the economics of our community, if it's one lesson that's above all, if it was the golden standard of lessons, what would you want them to understand and know that we seem not to be operating in now?
7: I don't think we recognize the value of the second. Uh, every day when you're waking up, you give it 86,400 seconds. And frankly, the moment you think of the second, that moment, it's already gone. We all have dreams. Everyone really has a dream, but what is the first thing you have to do with your dream? You've got to wake up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to sit up and stand up and mm. go for it. And there'll be, you know, relatives and friends that will tell you don't try mm. to go into business. You know, uh, cousin Tyrone tried it. You know what happened to him? Look, after mm. you wake up, sit up, and stand up, sometimes yep. you have to tell people just to shut up and get out of your way. I might- you, you have to learn how to take action. I wrote a book, Action Has No Season the Strategies and Secrets of Getting Wealth and Authority. Uh, I wrote my book after I had taken three companies public. Own mm. twelve r- hotels, fifteen TV stations, radio stations, shopping centers—all the things that I've done—and I mean, that's just a, a, a thumbnail for, to to what we've done. But the reality is, and it's not bragging, although I could, because mm-hmm. <laughs> my friend uh, Muhammad Ali once said, "It ain't bragging if you can if back you got it up." There you go. So, so what does that really tell you? Mm-hmm. There are people out there that never heard of me before they're the radio station mike roberts down in atlanta mm-hmm. but they didn't know that there was mike one of the only black owned hotels in atlanta was owned by me mm-hmm. michael roberts mm-hmm. and uh you know and and why is that well i tell you why it's usually because rich people scream but wealthy people whisper mm-hmm. and you know i i think that if we can do more mm-hmm. celebrating mm-hmm of our business entrepreneurial successes, you know, the system has made it very clear. We're going to only celebrate people who have a ball in their hand, mm-hmm. who rap, or they're illegal pharmacists, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Now, they give these ball players money because they know that within three to five yeah. years after they're retirement, right they're going to give it right back yeah. to them. Right.
0: You know? I mean, we were shot on time. I got to ask you a couple more because like, you know when you get to town, I'm probably gonna sit down. There. We got we got to have dinner, sit down and something. Um, M- Mike Robert, can you teach the average brother out here on the street what you know?
7: Oh yeah. Let me tell you something. When I when I graduated from law school, I moved two blocks from the projects where I lived for ten years. When all my friends were going to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I lived right at the projects, and I got elected to the Board of Aldermen, City mm-hmm. Council, Yeah, through the projects who came out to support me. Mm-hmm. All right? So, you know, talking about street cred, I tell you what, you know, you, you, you go up against what I went up against as an elected official in my 20s, and you learn how to communicate with mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. But I was also driving the the concept of entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. Sorry. You know, let's get out here and let's make mm-hmm. things work. Let's mm-hmm. get it together. And, yes, I can break it down. I can break it down in the simplest of terms. And I really did it in the book that I mm-hmm. wrote. And so even when you have Brother Kimbrough and he wrote his book, mm-hmm. he, he quotes me in his book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not intending to try to become you know, a household name. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I should be mm-hmm. because, but the reason I'm not and the reason so many other brothers who are multimillionaires and even billionaires, they we don't know about them mm-hmm. because the system mm-hmm. and the media won't pro- project that image. Okay. The image of people with money, and I know we're short of time, are the ones that I described. And so we have to get our arms around and our mind around and our media considerations around what you do all the time. Mm -hmm. And that is bring people who have the capability and knowledge to deliver deliver messages, or more importantly, to set examples, Mm -hmm. in front of them or over the airways so that suddenly folks are saying, really? This brother owns, in my case, I'm talking to you right now from a hotel that I own in Detroit. Mm-hmm. All right, I own it right on the Detroit Riviera on the water it's it's the nicest hotel in Michigan, mm-hmm. one of only two black owned hotels in Detroit Now Detroit is an all black city right. but guess what there's only two black owned hotels
0: yeah. well, and that's not unusual beyond AG Gaston and the Pascal brothers uh, and uh, you know you know we weren't we weren't getting in that business now it's good to see that we're kind of expanding. And I'm sure if when you go to the African American, I know y'all have a a council of y'all, um, you know, that meet.
7: Yeah, we have a convention. It's the mm-hmm. it's Nav- the National Association of Black Hotel Owners, Operators, Developers. I was chairman for ten years. Yeah. I'm chairman emeritus now, and uh, and it is a place where folks can come to learn how to do that. Yeah. But that's just one thing. Like I said, uh, shopping centers are even buying and flipping homes and properties. You yeah. know, everybody needs to get a comfort level. Yeah as to what they think they could do, right. and then seek out counsel and mentoring yeah. so we can make things happen that together.
0: Yeah. Um, we appreciate you, brother. We appreciate you. Uh, why, tell people why they should come out, and uh, you're going to keynote speak, and you're going to be on the panel on Friday. I'll be moderating. Uh, why should people come out to the Economic Roundtable?
7: Well, it's at the Ramona. Uh You guys will give them the details, but I will be there, and it will be quite a interesting group of success stories. Uh, Hashim and the New Black Panther Party is really making a difference in that they are looking at creating economic empowerment to be the new definition of black power. There you go. Uh, And and by us creating, by him with that vision and that direction, what he's doing is he's assembling people who have those levels of success Mm -hmm. behind them and asking us to show up and present Concepts, ideas, and more importantly, just to be there for folks to be able to say, Look at that, you know I'm, you know I'm shaking hands with somebody who's really done it and listen. my daddy worked at the post office for thirty nine wow. years wow. you know wasn't we weren't rich, we mm-hmm. weren't poor, we just never had any money, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of people out there listening who understand what that yeah. means.
0: do you remember when you said'm I'm, I'm, I, I need to have some money and and what was the first business you ever opened for me
7: as a kid. I mean, my parents. I mean, this is going to be this is going to sound simplistic, okay? Uh, But 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 we got a gas lawnmower. I was about twelve, and my chore was to cut grass. I cut the grass. My daddy paid me five dollars. The neighbors saw me and liked what I did. Then they asked me to cut theirs. They gave me ten dollars. Mm-hmm. My daddy was a job. The other two was a business. I decided maybe, I mean, I don't know if I knew it at 12 or 13, but something told me yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could do better right. in business than having a job. Right.
0: Well, Mike Roberts, thank you, man. We appreciate you. We look forward to seeing you on Friday, and uh, thank you for all you do and all you contribute. And thank you for being uh, having enough money. You know, when you got enough money, you can support – New Black Panther Party, mm-hmm. uh, folk that other folk may not like, because uh, you can always tell them to go to hell if you want to, right? That's, right. that's really well, what Mike Miner will help you do, <laughs> tell people how to really, you know, I'll have deal with this if I want to.
7: Well, like let me listen. Like I said, I spent 10 years right, right at the projects, and as we said over there, ain't nothing funny. It's all about money. So if uh, if, if we take the New Black Panther Party and they have the ear there you go. of people, Then let's put the right stuff in there here and give them an example of how to achieve it. And then if they take action, like my book title, Action Has No Season, that means you don't wait to take action. There's no season for that. You do it now.
0: Are you bringing your book with you? You got to bring some books with you. We got to find to see if they got something in the bookstore. (laughs) Uh, Because we need to have you do a quick book sign. Everybody bring the book, you at least sign it for them.
7: Well, we may just do that. i have got to get with we will work that okay. out.
0: Yeah, bring a few books with you guys. I'm going you know where I'm headed I'm headed to Amazon. <laughs> amazon.com as soon as you hang up cuz I got to have it. And, and you I,
7: can. It, it it is there. It is there. Okay. It's in it's it's or you could go to the michaelbroberts.com uh webpage yeah. and Either one. Right. one Throw
0: one in the private jet and bring it with you because I'm going to need you to sign, okay?
7: <laughs> Which one? My G3 or my Hawker?
0: Which mm-hmm. one? Now get out of here with your <laughs> bragging self. <laughs> 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 all
7: right, my brother. We'll talk to you later. Okay, my right, brother. I'll okay. see you. Congratulations on all that you do, <laughs> Thank man. Thank you. The people need you. They Thank need you, you out brother.
0: here. I appreciate it. But, you know, I need to – I decided, like, I'm like Creflo and Mike Rob. I need a plane to get around and do this work. I see me. And you got to get a plane. We can't man, just keep let me tell you flying you up here. Coach,
1: <laughs> let me tell you something. We were sitting in Marietta, Georgia, me and Mike Roberts, and Obama won the election. Mm-hmm. Obama called Mike Roberts and said, What do you want me to do with this plane? Because they're gonna give me a new one tomorrow. There you go. Mike said, Just leave it somewhere, we'll come get it. There you go.
0: All right, we'll be back in a moment. We don't get we, look, y'all gotta get, look, bring your $20 down there and come on and get. The, It'll be just worth that to sit with Mike Roberts, but you're not just sitting with him. Uh, Leon Goodman, the list goes on and on. And these are people who are grounded and who love black people. Yeah, we ain't That's what even, I love. We black ain't people. even got
1: to have to guess.
0: What a conversation we had. Man, uh, and uh, Great still conversation. got forward. And uh, remind everybody, uh, Brother uh, Minister.
1: I just miss so many people. We got freeway. I down to
0: you. Up to oh! The, oh, you got my me, you
1: got got my national minister you justice got, in there. there I forgot go. my, my senior there. was you in there. Been in
0: sitting here. sitting in here and said, give uh, tell us, uh, give us all your information too, and let us know." Yes, Bring the microphone down. This you is email,
4: Ochbry. E. I'm the national minister of justice for the New Black Panther Party for self defense, and we take justice very seriously, uh, to the point of divine justice. And uh, we've looked at something called the Jim Crow law. And we studied and researched and found it's actually Andrew Johnson's law. Mm -hmm. And that which they say Willie Lynch's law is actually uh, Andrew Johnson is a nightmare to the guy called Willie Lynch. And he became the president of the United States. This guy was born in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. He ruled or rode herd on uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Kentucky, became the governor of Tennessee. But the deep, dark secret or the little white lie is that this guy was illiterate, learned to read after he was married. His, his wife taught him to read, became the governor, and eventually became the president of the United States. When Abraham Lincoln was assassinated, mm-hmm. they, they say, by John Welk's booth. Hey, You can't give him all uh, of it. Okay, three hours later, they sworn in Andrew Johnson, He's and his law is justice. still in effect to this hour. And we're just giving you a glimpse of we have much to cover, but from mm-hmm. listening to Dr. James Smalls, Dr. Leonard Jeffries, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, we de- developed 4M technology, and that technology mm-hmm. tells us that uh, what is it, 98.4% of all police precincts are corrupt. And the mm-hmm. 1.6% that is supposed to be pure will go along with some deception or another form of corruption. So, we're doing an operation clean house and saying that we in the new Black Panther Party can train the mm-hmm. peacekeepers in our own mm-hmm. neighborhood. Because the first one that you saw was probably Officer Friendly, a peacekeeper who helped your mom with the uh, bingo game mm-hmm. and had your little <laughs> brother doing some Little League and maybe uh, put, collected from all the officers mm-hmm. a little petty cash and bought the uniform for the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is the transitional transformation? Is what Dr. Leonard Jeffers is talking about. What did he transform into? Now, we call him a thug and a killer, and how did we transform to uh, become the prey or victim of the nightstick and the policeman's bullet?
0: Now, if people want to hear, you're going to be lecturing from 4 to 5 on uh, Saturday, yes, is going, And so they can come and hear a full lecture uh, on the topic of justice yes, 4 sir. to 5 at the Ramada.
4: Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And we're thankful to be involved with such a great dynamic lineup. We got Freeway Rick Ross telling from the inside yeah. perspective. Dr. Malik Zulu-Shabazz, an attorney, Malik Zulu-Shabazz, on another uh, mm-hmm. perspective of the legal aspect of, uh, of justice. Yeah. And uh, it's just a dynamic lineup with all of those that you have yeah, named mm-hmm. so far. And,
1: and you got to remember something bro- right. uh, while Brother Akbar is going. On Sunday... Mm-hmm. We got Reverend Rice from the mm-hmm. Sankofa mm-hmm. Church. And if you ain't heard that theology, that liberation theology, so if you don't go to church, you yeah. wait till you hear somebody teach yeah. about that. Let term. me tell
0: you, you need to just come. Come, exactly. give them again at www.newblackpanther.com. Get your ticket. Come on out. got a couple the, more the folks One more online. special
1: blessing we got. We got Minister Farrakhan, regional minister who we've been working with for yes. over 20 years. And we are the babies of Dr. Khalid, and Dr. Khalid is the baby of Minister Farrakhan. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to have Minister Sharif Muhammad. He's going to be on the panel Responding to Terrorism on the Saturday uh, panel with mm-hmm. Malik Zulu and a lot of other warriors. Sister Nadia Shakur, our um, national spokesman mm-hmm. and our the keynote, and our moderator, who you talk to all the time on our Talk Back Radio, mm-hmm. Black Talk Radio, is uh, Sean that. Kwali, you know, our national uh, chief of staff. Great brother. and. Pray. And we're gonna give uh, Minister Sharif uh, a time to present what's gonna be going on with the 20-year anniversary That's of the Million man, man March.
0: All right, let's try to get these two. We got two folks on the phone. Sean in Lithonia, how you doing? Thank you for your patience.
8: Hey, Derek, how's it going, man? Good to hear from you, man. Likewise. I, I know I ain't got too much time, so mm-hmm. I just wanna uh, call in and and give my support on behalf of the uh, for the Atlanta Fifth Ward Boards Association. Uh, Your friend Lester Duncan and Joe Beasley, Mm -hmm. they played an extraordinary uh, part in in lifting that organization up. Uh, We serve the areas of English Avenue and Joseph E. Boone, Chapel Road, and Howell Communities. Uh, We teach life skills. We teach money management, entrepreneurship. I've even bought some Monopoly and Life Money. Uh, We taught young men how to tie Mm -hmm. ties, and we take them on trips to... I'm sorry?
0: Yeah, no, let's do this because we're out of time. Okay. Call me back. Call back on Friday because that's when we want you to talk more fully about what you all are doing, okay?
8: Okay, no problem. Um, can I give a email? Can yeah, can very
0: quickly. Me? Very
8: quickly. we okay, got, They so got another person on
0: the phone, so go
8: okay, ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll just be quick. Uh, if you're going to go to... Go, please go to W Phoenix Boys Association, www.phoenixboysassociation, right. and scroll down and hit the PayPal donut button, Donate button and help okay. us uh, to help this community. Right. I appreciate it. All Thank right, you.
0: call me back on Friday. Let's go to Jeffrey. you the final caller, brother?
5: Yes, sir, out of Clay code. Uh I just want to say I'm going to be with you on tomorrow night. You know that. In I front appreciate
0: of the National Action Network, Clayton County Absolutely. Chapter. Thank you, brother.
5: Absolutely We're going to be out there. We're going to be strong. But I just wanted to say to the people who who may have doubts about this upcoming uh, weekend, a, 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 a very rich man told me, said a broke man ought to take a rich man to dinner. And I would think this would be one of those times that you can take a, a rich man to dinner yeah. by coming out and uh, sitting under the knowledge and tutelage. They, they just might drop a nugget that you can use. Yeah. They, they got the nuggets that you are seeking. So a broke man ought to attend this event. Absolutely. So a, Able to drop a nugget on them, but if you don't, I'm
0: gonna be there to pick up all that they drop. Jeff, thank <laughs> you, man. You it. would be a fool, you'll be a fool not to come out to this event. All that you've heard in this last hour and a half for $20, you will be a fool not to be there. Uh, don't let nobody, I don't let people choose who my friends are. Uh, you need to come out and see what the new black y'all think, New Black Panther Party, just go and holler at people. You don't put together this kind of program and bring these kind of. Mike Rob's sitting in Detroit. He got to fly here. He ain't sitting up there in Marietta. He got to fly here. That's how important it is. Let me tell you this. If you don't do anything else, you come come to this summit. Come to these programs. And we're going to remind you again tomorrow and remind you on Friday. All right. Thank you, uh, Brother Hashim. We love you, man. We appreciate you and all the sacrifice, the work you've done. And Imam, thank you, brother. We appreciate you for w- all w- you w- do.
4: www.newblackpanther.com. All so
0: well, right.
1: Well, you know you Godfather, then you got the Godfather clause with us. We love you, brother.